0: Thank you for joining us today on Drawing Near. This podcast is designed to help in drawing near to God through reading God's Word and then applying its truths to our lives. If I can be of assistance to you, feel free to reach out to me through my email address in the description section of this podcast. Do you remember Job? He asked a very important question. If a man dies, will he live again? Before anyone can arrive at any answer concerning what happens after we die, they must ask Job's question first if a man die, will he live again? It's a universal question. Today, on drawing near, God not only answers the question, but he guarantees the answer. Let's take our Bibles and turn to Luke chapter 24 and study Jesus is risen. And as we prepare for today's study, Let's pray together. Our Heavenly Father, you created us in your image and likeness. You created us to never know death, and yet through sin in the garden, death has come into our lives. From that time on, you have been moving through history to provide for our eternal life, where the corruption of death would not touch us, where we would experience immortality. That is your desire. The barrier was our sin. And so Jesus Christ came into this world and became sin for us. He who knew no sin became sin for us so that we who were devoid of righteousness might become his righteousness before you. What an amazing thing. And then having overcome sin, you overcame death. Father, we thank you so much for this marvelous victory. The victory That is the result of your great love toward us, because you loved us even while we were yet sinners and sent Jesus to die for us. Father, help us to see your love in today's study and to see your power over sin and death in today's study. We ask these things in Jesus' name. Amen. Let's begin our study of Luke chapter 24 with verse 1. Now, on the first day of the week, very early in the morning, They and certain other women with them came to the tomb bringing the spices which they had prepared. But they found the stone rolled away from the tomb. Then they went in and did not find the body of the Lord Jesus. You may recall that a stone had been rolled across the tomb and sealed, and that guards had been placed at the entrance of the tomb to ensure Pilate and the high priest that the disciples of the Lord Jesus would not come and steal the body. They were very concerned about it. Pilate actually told the high priest, make it as secure as you can. And so they did. And yet we're told in this passage and in the other gospels that on the first day of the week, very early in the morning, as soon as the Sabbath day was over, these women who had used the preparation day in order to prepare for Jesus's burial went to the tomb. And when they got there, the stone had been rolled away from the tomb. Now, this is not a small stone. But it wasn't a totally immovable stone. If you can put the stone over the tomb, then you can remove it. And when they went in, they did not find the body of the Lord Jesus. The body was gone. Now, their natural suspicion was somebody had moved the body. Somebody had taken it. Their first inclination was not that he had resurrected from the dead. And it says in verse 4, And it happened, as they were greatly perplexed about this, that, behold, two men stood by them in shining garments. Then as they were afraid and bowed their faces to the earth, they said to them, Why do you seek the living among the dead? He is not here, but is risen. Remember how he spoke to you when he was still in Galilee, saying, The Son of Man must be delivered into the hands of sinful men and be crucified, and the third day rise again? And they remembered his words. The announcement has been made. These two men who were standing by the tomb, they were angels, messengers of God. We are told that an earthquake had taken place, that the stone had been removed from its place, and now the announcement has been made that he is not here, he is risen. These angels remind these ladies of what Jesus himself had said, how he had prophesied these very things. And then the Holy Spirit enables them to remember what Jesus says, and to have understanding. In verse 9, it says, Then they returned from the tomb and told all these things to the eleven and to all the rest. Remember, there were only eleven disciples now. Judas Iscariot was gone. He had betrayed Jesus Christ, and now he was not numbered among the disciples. We are told in various gospel accounts some of the specifics here. We are told about Mary and how she had Met Jesus in the garden. We are told about her telling Peter and John about Jesus, about the empty tomb, and how they ran to the garden. Not all of the accounts of Jesus' death, burial, and resurrection are in any one gospel. We need to look at all of the gospel stories, all of the gospel messages, in order to get the complete picture. And yet we need to be encouraged to know that there is no contradiction. Even though these things are told from different perspectives, the Holy Spirit worked in each of these individuals to give us a complete account of what took place, and so we can have assurance that what the Bible tells us is true, and there is no contradiction. But I encourage you to read the other gospel accounts along with the Gospel of Luke. In verse 10 it says, It was Mary Magdalene, Joanna, Mary the mother of James, and the other women with them, who told these things to the apostles. Verse 11, And their words seemed to them, the apostles, like idle tales, and they did not believe them. But Peter arose and ran to the tomb, and stooping down he saw the linen cloths lying by themselves, and he departed marveling to himself at what had happened. So the women were perplexed when they arrived at the tomb. The angels make the announcement The women go back and tell the disciples, Peter, and according to another gospel, John, run to the tomb. They do not believe. They think the women are just telling idle tales. They do not believe their testimony. Yet when they get to the tomb, it's empty. Again, in one of the other gospels, we're told John understood and believed. But it looks like Peter is slow in coming around. But we're told in 1 Corinthians chapter 15 that Jesus appeared himself to the disciples, to Peter, to the other disciples, and to his brothers, and to over 500 witnesses at one time. Paul even says that he appeared to Paul as one born out of time. These are amazing things, but what we need to focus on here is first and foremost, Jesus resurrected from the dead. The Bible calls his resurrection the first fruits of the dead. He is the first to resurrect And because Jesus resurrects, all humankind will resurrect. Those who do not believe in Jesus will resurrect, but they will resurrect from the dead unto judgment and eternal condemnation. But believers will resurrect from the dead unto life, eternal life with Jesus Christ himself. But everybody resurrects. Everybody is changed. Everybody's body is changed comes out of the grave, rematerializes, and then faces the judgment. We're told in the New Testament that we must all appear before the judgment seat of Christ. Well, what kind of body are we dealing with? It's a physical body. Jesus was physically resurrected. We're told later on that he eats fish with his disciples by the seashore. They touch the wounds in his side and in his hands. We are told that we are going to have a body just like Jesus. We are going to not just be spirits. The believer's spirit goes on to be with the Lord the moment they die. To be absent from the body is present with the Lord. But the body is resurrected when Jesus Christ returns. The dead in Christ rise first, and then those who remain when Jesus returns will rise up to meet him in the air, following those who rise first, the dead in Christ. These are marvelous things incomprehensible things, but with God all things are possible. And this is God's desire from the time he talks to Eve in the garden and says that her seed will contend with Satan. This is God's desire and before. The Bible says the believers' names are written in the book of life from the foundations of the world. We are elect, chosen from the foundations of the world. What an amazing gospel! And all of the gospel hinges on this event. Why? Because if Christ is not raised, then our faith is vain. And yet he has risen. The angels said so. The disciples saw him and testified of it. The scriptures declare it. And we know this to be true. Praise the Lord. Father in heaven, thank you for your word. Thank you for this passage. And we pray, Lord, that you will give us faith, faith to trust in your marvelous redemptive plan faith to accept your forgiveness of our sin and your provision for our eternal life. Father, thank you for your love, your marvelous love, your insurpassing love expressed through Jesus Christ. Father, help us to live for him today, to live with him today. It's in Jesus' name that we pray, amen. Thank you for studying with us today. You can subscribe to this podcast on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, or Spotify. Drawing Near is a ministry of FBC Tip City based on the truth that if we will draw near to God, he will draw near to us.